As we continue in our daily Bible reading uh, for this Wednesday, got a little later in the morning, had Bible study earlier this morning, but but we're in the Word together here uh, a little bit before noon on Wednesday, the uh, the 23rd or 24th uh, of January, and we are in Joshua chapter 15. So again, remember all that you've read so far, the, the information and details that we got. Now we get to the time where the land is actually allotted, there's the word, allotted to the various tribes. And the first tribe of the, or the first of the sons of Israel that gets their first allotment is Judah. Now, a couple of things, that word allotment, see the word lot in there, chosen by lot. If you remember back in chapter 14, uh, in the first or in the second verse, it says their inheritance was by lot. So the emphasis here is always upon grace and God's doing and God's giving and they're receiving something. And I told you yesterday, I said, uh, my commentary reminds me that by lot meant that they had to, uh, that, that, that it was assigned to them totally by grace. God chose, there was no favoritism. It was totally by God's choosing. Um, it, and, and they, number one, it challenged them to obey God and what God told them to do. This is the land that you're going to have uh, given to them. So they were challenged to, did they, did they just simply have faith in God or did they act and were they willing to do what God told them to do? And that's a good example for our life too. I say I have faith in God, but do I follow what he tells me to do? Well, that's the natural outgrowth of faith. If I believe God, if I trust God, then I'm going to follow him and do what he says. So we're not only to be hearers of the word, but also be doers too. So it challenge them to do that. Um, and then it just emphasized grace again, that this was something that came to them not be, didn't say, well, you know, they did this and this and this, and therefore they got this and this and this. No, it's totally by the grace of God. So you and I know that we're saved by grace, God's choice. God chose to save us. He did it long before we were here. By faith, we latch onto it by believing him, trusting his word. Faith faith means that sometimes I don't fully understand it. I can't comprehend it with my little brain, uh, but I believe it because God told me, and then I follow that uh, in obedience. Then I follow his word. I do what he tells me to do. And as I've told you all along, you know, God loves us so much, he tells us what to do. Um, just as you as a parent love your children so much, you tell them what to do. Now, your children don't always agree with that. They don't always like following you, uh, but they obey you. And then later on, they find out, hey, you really did know what you're talking about. Um, we're going uh, to feel the same way. And we do feel the same way about God. Uh, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our thoughts. That means our thoughts and our ways are lower than him, Think of, than his. Think about that for a minute. So here is the allotment of the land to the various tribes. And Judah is the first one that gets the land allotted to him. That's a, that's a very interesting thing. Judah has three older brothers. So normally in the earth's way or in the world's way of doing things, you would start with the oldest son. But this is God. God sees and looks at things differently than we do. He does not judge a book by its cover. He looks to the heart. And, and God's ways are different than our ways. Again, they're higher than our ways. So in God's ways, he picks Judah first. Now, Judah is the tribe. If you trace the ancestry of Jesus back to Abraham, uh, of the sons of Israel, of the sons of Jacob, of the 12 sons, Jesus chases, or traces his ancestry back to Judah. Isn't that interesting? The line of the Messiah goes through Judah. So Judah is the first one that gets allotment of property. That's kind of interesting. Um, and and uh, God, God picks him first because he's going to give him more responsibility and he's going to call more from him. And there's going to be more that's going to be required of him. So again, look, God looking at things in a different way. But 
you would think that Judah with receiving the allotment first, he would get the double portion like the oldest son would normally get. But oh, no, no, this is God doing. And it's not going to be Judah who's get the double portion. You know who gets the double portion because we've already read about it earlier in Joshua. Uh, which which one of the sons of Jacob gets a double portion? Well, it's it's Joseph. Joseph, the one of the youngest of the sons, uh, second youngest of the sons, the one who was faithful to God, who was sold into slavery by his older brothers, and ends up ends up saving literally his brother and his father, um, his brothers and his father, uh, by rising in power, and then God used him. Joseph's the one who gets the double portion. So again, God does things in different ways than we do. But thanks be to God for that, because in the ways of the world, you and I are nothing. We're we're not important. Uh, who are we? But yet to God, He elevates us. But we let Him do the elevating, not us. Um, and he brings us all back on the same level. We're all sinners at the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ. And by the grace of God, we're saved. The people who are in heaven, uh, everybody who gets to heaven is going to get there the exact same way that you do, by the grace of God in Jesus Christ. And as saved by grace through faith um, as a gift from, uh, from God. So in chapter 15, you're going to read a whole lot of details. Again, these details are important because it grounds it in history. This isn't made up stuff. If you were going to make this up, you wouldn't You wouldn't think of all this kind of stuff. Uh, but, but it grounds it into history. In verse 13, kind of an interesting note. Here we've got Caleb. Remember, Joshua and Caleb were two of the 12 spies who, when they went in to spy out the promised land before they go in, said, hey, God, uh, we're, God is on our side, so we can take that land. We can take those people in faith. As we read about Caleb earlier, he was still a good fighting man, even uh, up in ages. And so here it says, according to the commandment of the Lord to Joshua, he gave to Caleb a portion of uh, among the people of Judah. And Caleb does exactly that. He drives out from there three sons of Anak. So he truly is a good warrior, and God uses him to, to conquer some uh, that are in that land. Um, so uh, so here's the inheritance uh, given to, uh, to Judah that we read about. But by the end of the chapter, we read that still, this is still a fallen world, and things are certainly not perfect here, and they're certainly not perfect in our world, too, because it says in verse 63, but the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, interesting, were not conquered or driven out by the people of Judah. This is still imperfect. They, that we live in an imperfect world, too. Uh, Jabin's going to do that later on. We're going to read, read about that in 2 Samuel 5, 6, hence it's called David's town, Jerusalem and, and Bethlehem too. Um, but just as evil hasn't been totally driven out in our life, we're still in the midst of that. We know we have the victory and the victory is ours, but only in trusting uh, in Jesus Christ. We can't conquer devil or sin or sin or Satan or death by ourselves. We can only do that through Jesus Christ. That's why we put our faith in him. And that's the value of you and I reading this Old Testament account to remind us that we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from God, to remind us to obedient to be obedient to him, to remind us to trust only in him. We can't put our trust in anything else. It's going to let us down. But in trusting him, look what we gain. We get it all. We get it all through him. So God bless you as you continue to read uh, in, uh, in Joshua.